0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Eight Figures. As I ask every week, please go sign up for our newsletter uh, at beyondeightfigures.com. This way, you'll be the first to know when we have really great guests like today's guest, Roman Baland, the CEO and founder of Transactionally and Dudillio, along with being the publisher of one of my favorite um, newsletters in the acquisition entrepreneurship space, the Business Inquirer. Uh, Roman's a great guest, and you know what I think you're going to find pretty interesting is how he talks about um, building his businesses around his lifestyle needs and where he wants to go. Now, he's not talking about building a lifestyle business, even though in this day and age that's getting to be a little crazy term, but he talks about kind of diving into what he's trying to get out of his life and what he wants it to look like and then building a business around it. Now, it is hard for many of us to sort of define what our goals are. And I think sometimes I know I'm guilty of just sort of going, okay, I'm just going to throw that up here without really diving in deep. So Roman's approach is a really interesting one because I think it's a little more um, accessible and something we can you know, more easily go, oh, yeah, I'm trying to do this and this feels more versus... Trying to build a billion-dollar business or X, Y, Z size of this many customers, they all kind of feel pulled out of the air when you do so. This is an interesting approach. You should listen to how he describes it. Also, when he talks about leaning into his mistakes um, to accelerate his growth, is really you know something that is especially what he talks about how he did this and what he was able to learn. We're always taught, you know, i talking about. Learning from our mistakes. Don't try and make them, but if you do, let's learn from them. Okay, that's a really nice thing. But you know, when you're in the middle of making a mistake, it doesn't exactly ring like uh, "I got to learn from this." As a matter of fact, most of us are just freaking out that we made a mistake and trying to avoid having to deal with it. So, what is interesting is how he kind of talks about his experiences. He knew he wanted to build something in this acquisition space. Um, transactionally is a really great product um, that really does help, you know, facilitate sort of the deal flow of this. But he realized it wasn't going to create the type of business he wanted to. Um, That led him to realize that there is all this interest and, you know, sort of attention to the space. So from there, he kind of built the business inquirer which, you know, I subscribed on the second episode and I've been really, really impressed at how great it is as a newsletter for the space because, you know, he did it. And then because of what he was seeing from this and because of his experience with transactionally, he came up with Dudilio, which is this amazing marketplace to find due diligence experts, you know, vetted and, you know, proven. So it's, you know, kind of a nice evolution. And he talks about how, you know, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but, you know, sort of how he's looks at, looking at it, that this like building one type of business that didn't do what he wanted, but yet gave him this understanding and this progression as he leans into it to build up something which is creating a large impact like Dudilio is. So look, I think this is going to be really kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of fun um, to, you know, learn about how he's approaching business and what he's looking to do in the due diligence space overall. So everyone, let's go talk with Roman. Hey, hello, Roman. Thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Well, no, I am really excited because as I was just telling the audience a second ago, um, I subscribe to your newsletter, not the business insider, but the business inquire. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I subscribed to it a while ago and at first I literally did think that do Delio was just a sponsor of the right. newsletter. And then to find out it is the business you built out of it, which I find fascinating as someone who runs a, you know, content site or content business with a podcast. It's like, Oh, that's such a cool thing you just did. <laughs> so um, I find, you know, very good. And I've attempted to use, so yes, I kind of jokingly say I signed up to get some LOI support. Right. Or sorry, some due diligence support for an right. LOI. I was in the middle of doing, but even before I finished LOI, it didn't. So you know, I've <laughs> almost used your service. I guess is what I say. Yeah. Um, so now I'm happy to have you here today. Um, in going through your background and given that I had sort of the concept of what you had built wrong in my (laughs) head. Um, I would love to learn from you. Where do you see yourself as an entrepreneur these days?
1: I consider just starting my entrepreneurial journey, even though I've, I've had, you know, maybe a little bit of success. I started a consulting company, uh, able to exit, um, not nothing life-changing or anything like that, but, um, you know, For me, when I think of my entrepreneurial journey, it's really about creating the lifestyle that I want. I don't think about it in terms of, okay, I have to reach 10 million in ARR or wherever. I really think about more from a lifestyle perspective, what, what do I see uh, my future looking like and how can I achieve that? So I'd say I'm Let's see, to use, and I don't like baseball, but I'll use a baseball analogy, maybe a third or fourth inning where I've, you know, I've done some things right. I've done a lot of things wrong. I'm constantly learning and I, I feel internally that I'm kind of on the right track now with the newsletter, with Dudilio. um, maybe a little bit with transactionally which i you know we can talk about as well i think you have to fail a little bit in order to kind of push forward and (laughs) i feel like okay i've I've kind of failed a little bit now and i'm ready to (laughs) to kind of take the next step and and doing the right things making mistakes and kind of leaning into that is
0: that i yeah not while you're going through it as someone who has but i do look back on those periods yeah especially the ones that led to future growth i do think you know as someone who has made mistakes at much larger in the growth cycle not blown things up but definitely deflated significantly it's like the small mistakes that you learn from are the coolest things in yeah. hindsight yes yeah so that's a cool spot to be in right now for you to be like okay this is working out i mean as you build this around your list, I think this is just a fascinating space, you know, and just it is. talking about dudilio because, you know, two years, three years. Yeah. Three years ago, I picked up Walker Dayables, buy them build. Right. And I was like, Oh, this sounds cool. let me think about this. And, you know, this, and then like just about two years ago, it was like, huh, people are talking uh-huh. about this. Uh-huh. And, you know, it just definitely in the last year, this is, blown up the space. So you're in a really great market right now for
1: this to happen. I hope so. (laughs) First of all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things I've learned is that market is sometimes, uh, infinitely more important than the actual product. Uh, and I think when I look at this whole ETA space or searcher space, however, there's so many names for it. Uh, indie indie hacker whatever you want to call it right i think Mm -hmm. uh, it's such a great space to be in because we're having such a or we're in the process of such a wealth transfer right between the baby boomers and the next generation and um and i think in addition to just you know wealth in terms of you know monetary wealth there's also businesses that are being transferred and we're just starting to see that uh and I think any service, any, anything that can help in that industry, I think, should do well. Um, so that's, that's kind of my, my thesis for you know, Business Inquirer, as well as for Didilio and some other things. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, I mean, as you kind of lean, and I'm just going to play on your concept of leaning to your mistakes to kind of further your growth, have you, yeah, and I know this is around building the lifestyle you like, but have you started thinking of like, where are you going to take your, you know, where are you going to go on your entrepreneurial journey as you move forward?
1: You know, ideally I'd like to, I think I'm, at this point I have the right kind of vehicles to take me where I want to. Mm -hmm. And that's with Dudilio, the business inquirer, Mm -hmm. I think was transactionally to some degree as well. And, uh, you know, I used to, Yeah, one of the things I've learned is I used to jump around, kind of have this shiny object syndrome where I used to jump around from one idea to another (laughs) idea. I I probably still own a hundred domain names because we know that's how all great businesses start. You first have to buy a domain (laughs) name. That's, that's number one.
0: Uh, Usually you're sitting at a bar. I want to put this, I just want to put that. I was usually sitting in a bar. Right. Yeah. All
1: right. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, so I think I, I'd like to continue on the path that I'm on and just continue to build Dudelio, continue to build Business Inquirer and go from there. I'd like Dudelio to be kind of um, you know a one-stop destination for mm-hmm. M&A as well as private investment due diligence. That's, that's my overarching uh, goal with that business.
0: When I saw Dudelio, it made so much sense. I had used um, legal, like Discovery, and obviously, yeah, same. Contractor Discovery products, Mm. Upwork. Well, they make so much, but a lot of times it's in hindsight because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that does. Um, No, it is a good product that fits, and it kind of, as you go, is this really. Like the focus is expanding maybe the reach of the size of companies you're going, or do you think you may look down the road to expand your participation in the, you know, how far, because right now you're the, you know, due diligence, but you're involved, you know, you have this ability now to be a gatekeeper as a gatekeeper do you see yourself going deeper into the due diligence process, i.e., as you had mentioned, kind of more towards a larger M&A earlier, or can you see yourself expanding within that transaction?
1: Um, I see myself going after different uh, markets of M&A. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think uh, a lot of our demand comes from uh, searchers and search funds. I would like to expand that a little bit more into independent mm-hmm. sponsors. Uh, and then SMBs are doing tuck-on mm-hmm. acquisitions uh, and then also private investors. So I think there's, um, uh, I don't think there's a need to expand uh, transaction size. So right now we're kind of targeting one to 30 million okay. in transaction size. That's kind of the uh, sandbox we play in. And I think that's a good area to be in, Um, but uh, we can certainly expand to other markets as well as other geographies. I would say right now, probably 99% of the projects we see come from the U S but there's certainly uh, an opportunity to expand globally uh, because uh, if we look at the supply side of our marketplace, uh, the service providers that do the due diligence they're based all over the globe. So, uh, we can certainly help with the diligence in other parts, uh, other regions, other parts of the yeah, world. And,
0: you know, having talked to a couple of people in, you know, who are service providers in on your platform, you know, <clears throat> it is a great for them because it is, you know, one, you know, I know for you, it's a chicken and an egg, which part of the you know equation do you have right. that effort? <laughs> but for them, it is very hard because while <laughs> as someone who is, come close and we'll go through due diligence, you know, when the right opportunity comes, it is such a difficult choice. You know, it's like having that concept available ahead of time is something you don't realize. Yeah. You know, once you get kind of, once you make your mistake first, as we talked about, you know, yes, you'll recognize it there and all this, but it is, it's a hard discovery process both for the searcher and I'll just use that term and then also mm-hmm. for the provider so being that right you know being there in that presence i think you know will do you well as expands yeah and yeah you know, i've also been surprised because i live here in spain so i get reached out by a lot of people who think i'm spanish and i'm like yes i can communicate a little bit but i am really an american which means i'm Speak one language, and one one point five yeah. is the way I you know <laughs> say right. Spanglish is kind of my yeah. second language. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, <laughs> Spain has a very growing search community. I mean, the mm-hmm. UK has a strong one, yeah. so I could see you guys easily expanding there. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. What do you think has kind of helped you? Because, like I said, I am fascinated that you had. Yeah, you know, transactionally you had, you know, the newsletter, the yeah, you know, the content. So, what do you think has helped you the most on your journey as being an entrepreneur?
1: You know, the, the big thing that helped me is just going for it. I think uh, I made a lot of mistakes. One of the things that I'm, I think I'm good at is taking mm-hmm. an idea and instead of over analyzing, just going for it. And. That's been a big help in that it's just a much quicker way to learn. Um, it just helps me iterate on ideas and helps me figure out the right path. Um, I started. I had this idea you know, for the newsletter for, uh, honestly, one day, I think in the shower, I had this idea. <laughs> I think within three hours after that, I, I launched the Substack and um, kind of you know, started writing. So I think just having that attitude of, okay, if I if I want to give it a go, just just put it out there. I, I think that, that has helped a lot uh, because that lets you crowdsource a lot of feedback, get a lot of support from people. I think that's really helpful. Also, I've kind of, you know, with a lot of the ideas, they have been in a similar space. If you look at transactionally, which is kind of the, you know, one of the mm-hmm. first day projects uh, I started, it's uh, it's basically a data room. We originally designed it for lawyers, for transactional attorneys, but uh, it doesn't matter whether you're a lawyer or you're an M and A professional or corporate dev. All of those processes need a data room. Business Inquire, same space and ultimately dudelio which is also in the same space so i think being in the same space and learning uh going deeper into the market i think that has helped a lot so i think it would be difficult if i went out to launch a cleaning company then the second my second business maybe would be in you know completely different in a media company um but kind of starting and <laughs> things in the same industry has has really helped if that makes sense
0: no it does because mm-hmm. like you know i call it building on a flywheel and you know i am someone who's focused on marketing and growth but what i right. realized is the type of stuff i really look at is that structural foundational you know i don't worry about the crazy esoteric influence or you do tell all The basics are done, so for me, I always look for things right. to talk about what is the, you know that foundation effort and talking to people like you because you know it is working with entrepreneurs and different things. So, like looking at that, you know, I've had guests, yeah. you know, even yeah. Walker, Walker Daigle, who you know kind of was one of the OGs here. Um, he even was saying, you know, if he had his one thing he would kind of look back on is. Maybe to focus more right. that they would be in the same area. Right. Because he has, and he's doing now more with acquisition labs and stuff like that. But I could see, you know, where each piece connects to the other and you know, goes well. And I was going to ask you because, uh, is there in this the day and age of the, you know, the teeny, the teeny capital, the permacapital, yeah, the have these build these, you know, micro Berkshire, <laughs> you know, holding companies where you have. Laundromats and you know crop rotator <laughs> yeah, I just like some of the some of the crazy stuff you see in some of these why this deep focus on the acquisition you know marketplace um you,
1: you know honestly i've I've acquired a couple of companies I've sold a couple of companies so I was in that space for for a little bit and I'd say that, you know, the idea for the Delia was certainly solving my own pain point. The idea for the newsletter was just, you know, I think it was a creative outlet as well as uh, helping me look at different deals and how to quickly analyze them. And when you're when you have to write about it, uh, when you're kind of on a schedule, um, mm-hmm. it helps you, you know, keep <laughs> kind of keep con- consistently work on. You know, whatever it is you're working on, because people expect you mm-hmm. to share your progress. Yes. Um, so I think that, that's that, that's kind of how it, it evolved for me. It was uh, having my own my own experience in the industry, as well as wanting to explore it more out of you know curiosity. And um, I thought it was just a good space to be in.
0: What's something that, you know, you feel either is a regret or even a mistake you've made here on your journey? Cause you did, you know, joking, not joking, but you talked about, you know, meaning and mistakes that you feel other people, you know, I always say, you know, here in the audience, we've gotten past starting things up, but we're at that like, yes, I have money. Oh my God, this is more complex phase. You know, I think, you know, it's, you're in this kind of like growth but now it gets harder, you know, which feels really like how can it be harder? But um, it is. So what, yeah. what's what's something we can learn from, you know, which you wish
1: you know,
0: or what you think other people can learn from your experiences here?
1: Well, I think uh, one of the things I wish that maybe I started uh, sharing more with the newsletter, being more active on Twitter earlier, I think I wish mm-hmm. that I, was more open about what I was doing and didn't have, uh, w- wasn't afraid to kind of put myself out there more. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm comfortable with it, but I wish I kind of started earlier. I think that's, that's one of the, that's kind of an overarching theme. Um, the other thing, um, you know, I learned a lot from starting transactionally, kind of the, the, the legal tech SaaS, where we built a product before having Uh, Customers, and we we worked a lot on getting the product just right, and we spent a lot of time on product. And I think that's um, I feel like that's like a big, maybe first time entrepreneur mistake. I think it's it's kind of a common one. I don't think I'm I'm unique in this, but but that's something that's really impacted me where. Uh, right now, I, I I think zero about product, and it's all about getting the customers, getting the market fit, getting uh, my, the name out there, getting more of the sales. I'll work on the product later. You can always spend money on technology. You can always get a, a technical co-founder. That's the easy part. Finding product market fit, finding the right customer base, the right customer profile. Um getting someone to give you a dollar for what you're doing. I think that's the hardest. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest kind of advice um, I tell other entrepreneurs or people I meet or maybe just starting on the journey is focus less on the product. Go go sell. Go get um, you know IOIs. Go get uh, signed contracts. That, that's number one product y- you'll build it that that's not that's, that's not that hard um, well to a certain degree uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to piss off too many people <laughs> and that's, yeah that, that was that was the biggest thing I learned so with Dudilio, um, I, I applied that directly where I, I didn't build out a platform there's no there's no back end there's actually no everything's done over email. Yeah. Um, which uh, you know, it's it's not a traditional marketplace. Right a marketplace, you post a project, you get proposals, everything's done on a fancy platform. And could I have spent uh, time and money doing that, building out the backend before launching? One hundred percent, I am extremely happy that I didn't. That I just went out and launched. Did it? Did everything over email? Yeah. did some WordPress forms. Um, and I, I think that's that's the right way to do it, um, get traction, get some clients, then build.
0: Yeah. I, you know, and I think this is becoming you know, MVP to, you know,
1: first number, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and then worry about things to it, but, you know, then expanding it into the space because like, oh, you didn't, you know, you took a newsletter and that's then that other fun thing and use that to funnel, right. you know, growth into another opportunity just because of what you were going through right. yourself. So yeah, I, I really think it's impressive. Uh, so as you look to what you're doing I and mean, I you know, allowed you for your success. Um, how do you, you know, as an entrepreneur, how do you look to define success? Not so much the success of the business, but your own efforts. What is success going to be for
1: you? Yeah. For me, I think I go back to that lifestyle. My, my idea of success is being able to every day, wake up, love what I'm doing. Um, hopefully what I'm doing helps other people. Right. Uh, and yeah, we can li- live the lifestyle that I want to live. Um, to me, that's, that, that's my definition of success. It's not uh, sure. There's some monetary number of course, but, um, um, yeah. but that's that that's that's kind of my idea when i'm happy with what i'm doing and i feel content and excited to wake up every morning and sit down at the computer and do it um that's that's success um i i, I don't know for me that's that's the biggest thing Yeah, no, and
0: I think a lot of us try and you know define and kind of come up with all sorts of esoteric. But at the end of the day, it is this ability to feel comfortable in what we're doing and feeling good about it and being involved into that space. So no, right. I like that. Yeah, very cool. Well, you know, obviously we we have a lot of business owners and we have a lot of people who are searching for businesses here in the audience. What's the best way? One. Let's. we'll make sure we put all the links and the show notes and newsletter and everything. Well, what's the best way to reach out to Dudilio and then to uh, reach out to you?
1: I'm, I'm on every network. Uh, you can reach out to on LinkedIn. Uh, you can reach out on Twitter at RomanSB1, email roman at uh, newsletter, the Business Inquirer. Um, if, if you want to get in touch with me, I think uh, <laughs> it, it shouldn't be too hard. It'd be too hard, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully.
0: we reached out to him. <laughs> hey, if I could do it, I know <laughs> all you can. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll definitely, and we'll, have, and that's we'll also make sure we have a sign up for the newsletter, of course. Uh, of course, thank uh, you. Thing, that would be cool. I think Judilio is an amazing product, I haven't checked out transactionally, but um, I get the newsletter, and it is something I literally, you know, I look towards, and I always. Yeah, i'm like okay the project yeah, you know, the available ones those are always cool but it's always like the people you're calling out the traits right. or the different right. sources i'm like
1: yes <laughs> yeah you know, i have
0: 20 tabs
1: open across my yeah yeah you know, that, thing, I'm like, i will get to these <laughs> that one seems to be the most popular yes <laughs> cool
0: well thank you so much for coming on today and
1: I would love to have
0: you come back on, especially as one, you guys grow, but also, you know, I think as I move into my search, I would love to kind of maybe get a little more perspective because I think a lot of the audience would find that really fascinating. Of Like, okay, what does happen at this point? Would you do X, Y, and Z? Right. So it'd be cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Happy to do it. Yeah. That'd be great. Cool.
0: I look forward to uh, talking with you soon on Twitter. It's always great.
1: Likewise. Thank you.
0: This episode of Beyond A Figures is over, but your journey as an entrepreneur continues. So if we can help you with anything, please just let us know. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone who might learn from it. Until next time, keep growing and find the joy in your journey. This is AJ, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.